Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. Today is going to be a pop culture episode. We are going to talk about The Bachelor. We're going to talk about some pregnancy announcements, some controversies, and at the end, I will give you guys more TV show recommendations because I've realized that I have been doing that lately, but I also just like keep watching more and more TV. So I just have more to share with you guys. So I'm really excited about this episode. I hope you guys are too. So let's get started. Okay, so to kick off this episode, I think we have to talk about the new series that the Bachelor franchise is doing. I think they, you know, realize since they aren't able to do Bachelor in Paradise and Claire's season isn't even able to happen right now either, they figured why not just show reruns of our whole, um, of our whole show. So basically what they're doing is ABC's airing a 10-week series and it's called The Bachelor, The Greatest Seasons Ever. So Monday, Sean Lowe's season aired and I think Sean's, Sean's season was like the third season that I watched personally. So I remember the season actually really, really vividly. And when I was watching it back, I was like, wow, I remember that you know, I remember this scene so well, like, oh, I remember her, I remember how much I liked her, I remember this fight, you know, like, I just remember, I realized I remembered so much from it, um, so if you don't know who Sean Lowe is, he's just, like, okay, I'm gonna use the word beef, this is so weird, but I'm gonna use the word beefy because Catherine, who is his current wife, that's how she described him in one of the, um, scenes that we see with them, and I thought that was so funny, like, you're just so beefy, okay, so he's, like, this big, I think he used to play, like, professional football, maybe, I don't know, but he's this, like, big blonde guy, he was, I think they called him, like, the born-again virgin his season, they made that a really big deal, I'm pretty sure, um, if this is, like, ringing any bells, I'm trying to, like, yeah, remind you guys who this guy is if you, if you watched back then, but his season was pretty good, um, pretty memorable like I was saying like I remembered so much Desiree came from his season who ended up being the bachelorette the following um season he she was the fourth runner-up um I loved her she um designed wedding dresses and stuff so um I don't know I just really liked her I thought she was super down to earth I liked a, I liked a lot of girls from this season I remember Lindsay I really liked I like followed all these girls on Instagram um because I was like oh my gosh I love them Sarah Herring she's so sweet they like talked to her um, during this episode, Ashley, I think she was the third runner-up. Um, this is the season where the girl named Tierra is on, and she's, like, really, really dramatic, and pretty much, she, like, fell down the stairs. She, they did the polar bear plunge, and she, like, I don't know, she had a freak out, and the ambulance came for her, um, and the ambulance came when she fell down the stairs, and there's a third one. I can't remember it now, but yeah, so she was like really, really dramatic. Um, she got into like a kind of a fight with the girl named Ashley and like the iconic line is, I can't do anything with my eyebrow. Like I can't change anything with my eyebrow. So if that rings a bell, um, there you go. But basically they kind of just recapped basically his whole season. They did highlights. They showed most of the girls coming out of the limo. Um, the runner-up, Lindsay, came out of the limo in a wedding dress, and so she was kind of made to seem like this crazy girl, so it's really funny to see that she literally got all the way to the end, um, runner-up, so yeah, they show a bunch of highlights. I kind of wish that they showed more of Catherine, but then I felt like they did do, you know, a good enough job at the end, kind of showing how the relationship played out, but you really, like, and even when I watched the season with Sean, like, you really 
didn't know much about Catherine. She was kind of laying low. She was kind of irrelevant for most of the season. Um, and then kind of at the end, she just like popped out of nowhere and became kind of the front runner in his, in his head and kind of like snuck up on us as an audience. We were like, oh wait, what? So it was kind of interesting to see like, that's kind of how it showed out or that's kind of how it played out with this episode on Monday because you didn't really see her that much until the end, which is kind of funny. They talked to like a few of the girls throughout the show, like through Zoom, I'm pretty sure, like through video chat, whatever, um, kind of getting their perspective and kind of just catching up with them now, seeing how they're doing now. Um, most of which, like Lindsay, who was the runner-up, she um, has like a husband and a kid and um, Ashley, I'm not sure if she's with somebody um, she just did the phone call, like, by herself, I'm pretty sure, unless I completely missed it, and then, um, Sarah has a boyfriend, so it was just kind of, like, nice to see, like, where everybody is now, um, and kind of get their perspective, and a lot of them were just saying, like, you know what, I was so young back then, I had such a different perspective on things, and, um, clearly, like, things worked out, so, I just thought that was, like, really fun, I actually liked it way more than I thought, I thought this was just gonna be, I don't know. I thought it was going to be weird, but I actually really, really liked it. And I'm actually really looking forward to the following episode. So I'm pretty sure next Monday is Caitlin Bristow season, which um, if you are a Bachelor fan, you know Caitlin Bristow um, pretty well, I'm sure. She was engaged to Sean for like three years, who is like who she picked. Um, Nick Vile was on her season. Um, she like slept with Nick Vile. That was a huge thing. Um and, like slept with him before fantasy suites that was a huge thing I'm pretty sure Jared was on her season so a lot of like memorable people we will see um on Caitlyn's season which I'm actually pretty excited for so if you're not you know like busy on Monday nights which I don't think most of us are and you're a Bachelor fan just watch it like it's just it's fun to see and kind of like look back especially if you were a fan you know then it's kind of cool to be like oh my gosh yeah like I remember this or maybe even if you're if you weren't a fan it's kind of cool to see like how different it was and I was kind of thinking to myself like I felt like a lot of the girls in these older seasons were like I don't know more genuine I just and I've said this before but I just feel like people go on The Bachelor nowadays for the fame of it and not you know they're not here for the right reasons right like it just when you watch these episodes back like when if you guys saw Sean's season I don't know if this is just me but I just felt like they were more genuine like I felt like they were more real um it didn't really seem like a television um production it just seemed like they were dating it just seemed like real conversations um I felt like the girls were like shy and I don't know. It was it was kind of refreshing to see that like that's how it used to be. And this was in 2013 for reference. So yeah, I don't know. If you guys are interested, I would definitely watch. I'm probably going to recap them again. So yeah, that was the Bachelor series, the greatest seasons ever. In other news, Vanderpump Rules stars Stassi Schroeder and Kristen Doty have been fired from the show. So this is pretty shocking. Um, if you guys are Vanderpump Rules fans, I'm sure you are shocked like I am because Stassi and Kristen have been on the show since day one. But this is um, after some comments were made and resurfaced that they made about um, 
another Sir waitress, Faith Stowers. So if you remember, Faith was the girl that Jax ended up sleeping with, cheating on Brittany a few years ago. Um, so apparently what had happened was Stassi and Kristen reported Faith to the police for a crime she had nothing to do with. Basically, like, those, you know, comments and stuff came out. I'll read to you what Stassi posted on her Instagram a few days back. She says, racially insensitive comments from my past have resurfaced. It is important that I continue to take accountability for what I have said and done while pushing myself to do better. I have grown significantly from the person I was and I am still filled with remorse and regret for the hurt I caused. I am grateful for the people in my life that continue to check me and push me to evolve into a more educated person. I also want to address my former castmate, Faith Stowers. My emotions over something that happened between our friends outweighed my logic and there was no excuse for that. I did not recognize the serious ramifications that, I could, have trans- that could have transpired because of my actions. What I did to Faith was wrong. I apologize and I do not expect forgiveness. I am also sorry to anyone else that feels disappointed in me. I'm going to continue to look closer at myself and my actions to take time to listen, to learn, and to take accountability for my own privilege. So again, that was posted on her personal Instagram. Then it came out um, the day after that she was dropped by her PR company uh, Metro Public Relations because of these actions and Kristen Doty's book agency also cut ties with her and then Tuesday it came out that they were both fired from the show so a lot has transpired um this is again super shocking obviously what they did was not okay so basically to kind of be more specific about the situation there was a photo that had a person in it um I think it was a woman that was robbing people and they Stasi and Kristen thought it was thought it was faith um she you know they said that she looked light skin um weird tattoos and so they thought it was faith and they reported it to the police um it wasn't faith but um i think the reasons behind them posting it was probably because of the color of her skin and then also which Stassi touched on in her Instagram was there was a lot of drama going on in their friend group with Faith and I think that had a lot to do with it too kind of maybe out of anger with that situation um and so I think you know put the two of those things together and that's what happened I'm not like making any excuses for her I'm just trying to explain the situation So I'm going to read um, a quote from Faith Stowers about the situation. She says, I feel so vindicated studios and production are able to see blatant racism and make these positive changes and help move the race forward, help with the fight forward. Um, She says, I was ready to put myself the line of fire because I don't know what will happen if I don't say anything, but I am glad that I did. So um, I think this is, you know, a very serious thing I think especially with everything going on um actions like these are just like you know not really excusable and they have consequences um but having said that it is it's still shocking because they are pretty much leads in this show so moving forward it's going to be a little bit different um I want to hear from both Kristen and Stassi I don't think either of them have put anything out um on social media or anything um but I am interested to see where this goes. 
Um, there are also reports that both Brett and Max from Vanderpump Rules, they were kind of the new people on the show this season, were also fired. So Max's tweets from 2012 sparked a lot of backlash, um, basically using the N-word in multiple occasions and being really offensive about Asians and just a lot of insensitive, offensive stuff from his old Twitter. And so those kind of resurfaced back in January. Um, And then within that same month, um, people found Brett's tweets from back in, I think, yeah, 2011, 2013, kind of using the N-word like Max was and a lot of sexist remarks. So Brett actually spoke out about his tweets and apologized for, quote, the insensitive and ignorant hurtful comments that he made on the internet. He says, I am incredibly ashamed and accept full responsibility and acknowledge that this language was as unacceptable then as it is now. He says, please know I have learned and grown since then and would never use this language today. From the bottom of my heart, I am truly sorry. Max also um, came out with an apology saying, quote, I want to sincerely apologize for what I tweeted in 2012. It was wrong on every level. Um, He says, quote, it is not a representation of who I am. I am shocked I ever tweeted that and I am disgusted and embarrassed and I am truly sorry. So, I think um, their apologies were genuine, um, but this, we see this happen so often where tweets or posts from the past are resurfaced um, and it's kind of a sticky situation. I have my thoughts and feelings on it and I honestly want to do an entire episode on this um, in the future, so I will save it for then. So, overall, all of this is super shocking. Um, I think when tweets like this are resurfaced and comments like this are resurfaced, are resurfaced, especially for Brett and Max's um, situation, I think it's really unfortunate because I do think that people grow um, and they learn from their mistakes. I, I mean, 2012 was a long time ago, so they were young, and that's not really an excuse, but I also think that, like, people use social media back then a little bit differently, and I don't think people understood, like, what you put out there will, like, stay out there forever, and um, you really need to be careful about what you say, but also, like, you just straight up should not be saying the N-word. Um, so, I have a little bit less sympathy for them because they just, like, straight up shouldn't have been doing that, um, but it is weird that, you know, that happened, um, but once you're in the public eye, like, your tweets are fair game, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I don't, that's all I really have to say about that. But with Stassi and Kristen, this is really going to change things up. I'm really interested to see what they say, um, if they're ever going to come out with a statement. I feel like they will. Um, but also it is a little bit weird because they aren't even friends right now. So, um, this is probably kind of forcing them to like have conversations about everything in the situation. Um, but I also really feel for Faith because she even said like she didn't really want to do this. Um, but it came out and here we are. So, I will keep you guys posted um, on the on my Instagram with anything that comes out um, with this situation. But yeah, that is all the Vanderpump Rules news for today. In other Bravo news, Below Deck star Hannah Ferrier is pregnant with her first child. So, she posted on her Instagram a picture of her holding her belly and says, you are already my favorite adventure. Um, So, she is, if you guys are Below Deck fans like me, you know Hannah is the first stew. She is 
um, quite the firecracker. She's been on Below Deck for a few seasons now. She's definitely a vet um, when it comes to Below Deck. But um, yeah, this is really exciting. She's 33. Um, I believe she's pregnant with her boyfriend, Josh, um, and they're both really, really excited. So I'm really happy for them. Um, she actually, this is super interesting because she earlier this month told Entertainment Tonight that she was quitting the show because she didn't want to be locked into yachting. Um, she says, I don't want to be quote locked into yachting, um, until there's nothing else in my life except that. So that was kind of a bombshell right there. Um, cause she has been on the show for so long. It was weird for her to say that. Um, but if you watched, I think it was last season with Blow Deck Med, um, Sandy, Captain Sandy kind of told her like, look, you don't really have a passion for this. So you should probably leave kind of like, I can tell that you're not into this anymore. So maybe you should leave kind of thing. Um, and she was so pissed off about that, obviously. Um, but I think, I mean, I think Captain Sandy was right. I don't think she really has a passion for it anymore. And, um, I'm really excited for this next chapter in her life. So I think she already knows the sex of the baby and already has a name picked out, but, um, we don't know anything yet. We literally just found out she's pregnant. So I'm really excited to see what happens with that, but yeah, congratulations. Okay, so now we're going to jump into TV shows and movies that I recommend you guys watch. Um, There are some documentaries in here, just comedy shows, um, everything in between. I'm going to recommend shows I've watched and then just talk about like other movies that like I've wanted to watch and I want to watch in the future. So let's get started. So the first show I'm going to quickly recommend, I've already recommended it, but please watch it if you haven't yet. It's called Dead to Me. Sorry, it's Christina Applegate. It's so good. It's on Netflix. It is two seasons. I think it's 10 episodes in each season, and I think they're only 30-minute episodes, but this show is so good. I watched it so fast. It's really good writing. Um, it's really funny. It's real. It's like suspenseful it's it's everything in a show um you could ask for really so please watch it it's so 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 good all right the next show i recommend you guys watch i think it's a docu-series i guess but um it is the jeffrey epstein filthy rich docu-series so it's four episodes um they're each about an hour yeah they're each an hour long and this is insane so basically to really quickly sum it up for you. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was a really, really, really rich man who knew everybody and anybody and basically abused, manipulated, and molested teenage girls. So, he created a pyramid scheme essentially so that teenage girls could recruit other teenage girls to him. It's insane and the docuseries, like I said, is only four episodes and it really just covers the victims. It's, yes, you hear about Jeffrey Epstein and everything that he did, but also, it, but it's, it's mainly focused on the victims. But I thought that was like really, really powerful that they were able to like speak out about their experiences. So it's really disturbing. It's really sad that this happened, but it's also super interesting to kind of see how everything played out. Um, and to see like where these victims are now in their life. So I really recommend it. It's like I watched it so fast because it was just like so gripping. Like I just like could not turn it off. So yeah, it's called Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich on Netflix. 
The next show I'm going to recommend is Selling Sunset. This one is really good. I, okay, so like the first few episodes, I was like, eh. I thought it was really cheesy. It's basically a bunch of really, really beautiful women who are real estate agents for these twin brothers in um, LA. So it's basically like the Real Housewives mixed with HGTV mixed with The Bachelor. It's like everything, everything all tied together. So um, it's two seasons. The second season just recently came out. It's actually pretty good. You get kind of into it. Um, I love real estate and I just like love seeing all of that kind of stuff. And I love seeing really successful women. It just like really motivates me. So uh, it's like a fun little show. I think they're only like 30 minute episodes, but um, yeah, it's pretty good. You should definitely watch it. It has a lot of like weird ties. So basically like um, if you watch This Is Us, Justin Hartley, he plays Kevin. His ex-wife, Chriselle, is on the show. And so the first season they're together, but obviously like they're now divorced. And so the second season they're still together, but at the end it kind of um, teases like you know, the bombshell of the divorce. And so it's, that's really interesting. Um, cause she like talks so highly about him and you're like, oh no, like I already know this is coming. Um, there's another weird tie with Heather. She is a, one of the real estate agents as well. She is dating Tarek, who, if you watched HGTV, he was in flip or flop with his ex-wife, Christina. So it's like really interesting how it all kind of like ties in. Um, and you kind of already know these names. So, I would recommend it. It's a pretty light-hearted show. So, a movie that I recommend you guys watch is Lady Bird. It was pretty good. Um, So, basically, it's about a high schooler in Sacramento. Um, She has, like, issues with her mom and her dad is really close to her. Um, There's a lot of drama within her family. And then she's also just kind of, like, discovering herself in high school. She goes to a Catholic high school. And, I don't know, it's just, like, a good little... Netflix movie, I definitely recommend it. Okay, the next movie or documentary I recommend is 13th. Um, A lot of people have been talking about this. I talked about it with Liesl in my last episode. Um, It's basically about activists and politicians pretty much analyze the criminalization of African Americans in the U.S. um, and the prison system within that. So, it's really, really interesting. The beginning really talks about like a lot of the stuff that happened um, way back when and it's really it's honestly like heartbreaking it's really disturbing to see um, how black people were treated um, and kind of going into how they are still treated so I definitely recommend watching it. I think it's really educational I think um, in this time of like educating ourselves and using your resources I think this is a really really important documentary to watch so it is on Netflix it's called 13th and you really need to watch it And the last show I'm going to recommend today is Schitt's Creek. (laughs) So, this show was recommended to me by all my friends. Seriously, every single person I know was like, you need to watch this. Um, And I don't really think I knew really what it was, but they were like always quoting it. Um, And I was like, okay, like I'll just watch it, like whatever. So, I watched it and oh my goodness, I was hooked. It is so, so good. It's really, really funny. Basically, it's like a family of four that the first episode you see, um, they just like lost all their money in a business deal. Basically, like they got screwed over by like the father's like business partner or something. So, you see them like basically like losing their house and all of their valuables and they're so like distraught because people are touching their 
designer bags and their designer cat like it was just it's so funny um and so they basically have to move to a motel in this like small town um and they can barely afford that and it's just hilarious every single character is like so dynamic um and it's so so funny so if you're looking for a good laugh um I recommend this I think if you're a fan of new girl you would really like this too so um it's five seasons I'm pumped because I feel like every show I've been watching I watch it so fast because it's only like one or two seasons so I'm really excited that this is not going to end anytime soon um I'm still on actually no I think I'm on season two now but um yeah Shit's Creek it is so good this is also on Netflix Okay, so that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I just really wanted to do a quick little pop culture update for you guys um, and obviously some TV recommendations like usual, but um, I'm really looking forward to my next episode, so be sure to keep a lookout for an episode next Wednesday. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram. You can also follow on Facebook. And if you guys wanted to email me at all, it is girlwegottatalkpodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Bye.